It's Saturday, May 6th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. U.S. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas said Friday that authorities faced extremely challenging circumstances along the border with Mexico days before the pandemic-related asylum restrictions end. A surge of Venezuelan migrants through South Texas particularly in and around Brownsville, has occurred over the last two weeks for reasons that Mayorkas said were unclear. On Thursday, 4,000 of about 6,000 migrants in Border Patrol custody in Texas' Rio Grande Valley were Venezuelan. Mayorkas noted that Mexico agreed this week to continue taking back Venezuelans who entered the U.S. illegally after asylum restrictions end Thursday, along with Cubans, Haitians, and Nicaraguans. Migrants have been expelled from the U.S. more than 2.8 million times since March 2020 under what is known as Title 42 authority. Brandon Judd, president of the National Border Patrol Council, said this week that illegal border crossings have been hovering around 7,200 daily, up from about 5,200 daily in March. In other news, the World Health Organization on Friday declared the COVID-19 disease no longer a global health emergency. And hours later, Dr. Rochelle Walensky announced she is stepping down as head of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention on June 30th. The news comes just days before federal and state health emergencies in response to the pandemic officially end on May 11th. That means the CDC no longer has the authority to collect certain critical data, such as the number of cases and transmission rates, nor will it publish its controversial color-coded map showing community-level COVID cases that many infectious disease specialists said obscured true transmission rates. On Friday, CDC announced revisions to its data tracking, saying it will concentrate on hospitalizations, deaths, wastewater monitoring, and genomic surveillance. In world news, Sudan's warring sides were beginning talks today that aimed to firm up a shaky ceasefire after three weeks of fierce fighting that has killed hundreds and pushed the African country to the brink of collapse, the United States and Saudi Arabia said. The negotiations, the first between the Sudanese military and the paramilitary rapid support forces since the fighting broke out on April 15th, were taking place in Saudi Arabia's coastal city of Jeddah, on the Red Sea, according to a joint Saudi-American statement. The talks are part of a diplomatic initiative proposed by the Kingdom and the U.S. that aims to stop the fighting, which has turned Sudan's capital, Khartoum, and other urban areas into battlefields and pushed hundreds of thousands from their homes. In their statement, Saudi Arabia and the U.S. urged both parties to actively engage in the talks toward a ceasefire and end the conflict. Back in the U.S., President Biden is expected to name Air Force General C.Q. Brown as the nation's next military's top officer, pending Senate confirmation. If confirmed, the current Air Force Chief of Staff would succeed Army General Mark Milley, who retires in the fall, as the president's military advisor. A low-key fighter pilot who commanded forces in the Pacific and the Middle East, General Brown found a deep well of support on Capitol Hill and was confirmed 98-0 to the Air Force's top job in the year 2020. General Brown is likely to survive his confirmation battle in the Democratic-led Senate. And, 
A strong jobs report came after a Wednesday Fed meeting that suggested the U.S. central bank might pause on its rate hikes. The primary tool for cutting inflation from its still high 5% to something closer to 2%. Talks are also starting over the need to raise the debt limit, with President Biden inviting congressional leaders to the White House for a Tuesday meeting in hopes of ultimately getting a commitment to avoid a default. Most U.S. adults have downbeat feelings about Mr. Biden's economic leadership as high inflation has overshadowed the strong jobs market. It's long been economic orthodoxy that efforts to beat back inflation by the Federal Reserve would result in unemployment rising and the country sinking into recession. Now you know, and you're ready to go with The Morning News. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.